Thanks be to God. We've been on a, uh, a series that we're calling Faithful to Finish. And if you go to Acts 20, we'll look at some of this again. And there's something that I think is uh, will tie in together with this. Also, it being Christmas Day. Uh, so much of what has become Christmas has nothing to do with the Christ. And you really have to watch about getting over-involved in the traditions and the commercialism and stuff and miss the main thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not just Christmas, it's Christmas. It's about the giving, uh, like Isaiah said, to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. It's not a fairy tale. It's history. And it's one of the greatest events that has ever occurred. And it is the source, the entire source, of our redemption and salvation. Now, we read in Acts 20 in talking about this finishing your course um, Paul said that he in verse 22 if you put up Acts 20 22 he said I, I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem not knowing the things that shall befall me there except that the Holy Spirit witnesses in every city saying bonds and afflictions abide me but none of these things move me that's a, uh, that's a phrase you ought to have in your spiritual arsenal. <laughs> there, are, there are times that you feel pushed and maybe tempted to feel overwhelmed because of multiple things. You need to speak right up and say, none of these things move me. Oh, it'll help you. But he goes on to say, neither count I my life dear to myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry that I received of the Lord Jesus to testify the grace, uh, gospel of the grace of God. So he said, uh, his saving his life was not his priority. Finishing his course was. Is everybody away? Yes, sir. Go with me, if you would, to 2 Timothy 4. 2 Timothy 4. And verse 6. 2 Timothy 4, 6. Paul said, I, I'm, I'm ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. Did you know that's what death is? Death is not... Ceasing to exist for the believer or the unbeliever. Death is not the end. Death is a departure. Well, you know what a departure is? Hmm? It's when you leave one place, go somewhere else, right? And so 
births in the earth are arrivals. Deaths are departures. And human spirits don't hang around and haunt places. People say, well, how do you explain spiritual activity? Well, there are evil spirits. There are wrong spirits that imitate people. That are familiar with people and mimic them, but no. And don't ever try to communicate with people that have passed on with the dead. You wind up getting responded to, if you push it hard enough, by a wrong spirit. Pretending to be that. No. When when your body dies and your spirit leaves your body, you go up. Or you go down, you don't hang around. (laughs) You depart. And Paul said, um, my departure is at hand. He said, "I'm, I'm, I'm about the end of my run here. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Don't you like the sound of that? Don't you want to be able to say that when you know you're, you're about to leave here? Amen. Say it out loud. I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've, finished my course. I've kept the faith. I've kept the faith. Now, if you skip down to verse 10, he mentions somebody that was helping him that didn't finish their course. He said, Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this present world and is departed to Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Uh, Skip on down to uh, verse 16. Verse 16, he said, at my first answer, no man stood with me. All men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Now, Demas... Is, is called by name here, but he wasn't the only one that, that forsook Paul. Uh, why did Demas leave? The scripture said, verse 10, having loved this present world. Or you could say it like this, this now world. The word present means what's now. Man, there's a, there's a word your flesh uh, loves about as much as any word there is. Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> your flesh never wants to wait. It's always now. Now. And what you'll see is that many, many people are forfeiting tomorrow for now by being flesh-ruled instead of being spiritual. But that's also being being very foolish because this, this life here is the shortest thing we will ever do. And the wise man, the wise woman, 
will sacrifice today for tomorrow. There's a world that now is and the world that is to come. Now, let's examine this a little bit because this also goes in, ties in with this time of year. Demas was somebody that was connected to Paul and working with him in his ministry. Now, he's called by name, but we saw in verse 16, uh, everybody around at that particular time forsook him. He had a great exodus of people. This happened with the master, Jesus. You remember when he uh, preached that message on eat my flesh and drink my blood? Oh, man. Uh, uh, If you look at all the text, put it together. Thousands of people left him that had been coming to his meetings and even supporting him and did not go back again. They were done with Jesus. They said, basically, you know, this is crazy. Who can hear this? It was so bad that Jesus looked at the twelve and said, are you leaving too? And Peter said, well, where would we go? You got the words of eternal life. <laughs> we need to remember, Peter got it right sometimes. Right? <laughs> he got it right quite a bit. <laughs> and so what we see, the scripture said, Demas... Uh, Paul said, he's talking about him coming to the end of his course, that he has fought a good fight, that he has run and finished his course and kept the faith. And then right in the middle of this, he says, now Demas left me because he loved this present world. So Demas uh, left Paul, left the ministry, left the path that God had him on. What was he looking for? He he thought there was, it even told the, the, the town that he went to, um, he departed to Thessalonica. And so he went to the city. Instead of being out on the road <laughs> with Paul and all this stuff. This time of year... Sometimes people become reflective. And they try to think, you know, well, how's my life going? And one of the questions people ask themselves is, you know, am I happy? Huh? And then, you know, am I, am I really happy? That is one of the most dangerous questions you could ever ask. Hmm? What it does is open you up for suggestions and temptations from the evil one. Hmm? Demas left Paul in the ministry and his course and plan God had for him, seeking something he thought is going to make him happy. Y'all are quiet. Huh? Well, why, why else would he leave? What, what's he going for? He, th- he thinks 
going to Thessalonica. He can have a different life there. That he, he'll be happier. The most miserable people on the planet are the ones who chase their own happiness. Hmm? I'm going to say it for these folks over here. <laughs> the most miserable people on the planet are those chasing their own happiness. Why? It's not what you were made for. Huh? Yes, sir. No. It's not what you and I were designed for. It's not what you were and I were made for. It was to make ourselves happy. <laughs> Are y'all okay? Huh? Somebody said, what's, what's wrong with being happy? Nothing. Being happy is great. I'm just telling you what's not going to accomplish it. <laughs> what's not going to work? Millions or billions are trying to do it, but it doesn't work. What were you designed to do? Make yourself happy. Huh? Are you sure? What is your purpose? The purpose of your existence. Pursue your own happiness. No, see, when you say it like that, especially all believers go, right. <laughs> and yet, what are people doing? Huh? Demas was a believer. Uh, Judas. How in the world did he wind up breaking apart, breaking uh, apart from Jesus, and even betraying him? He thought that money. And buying him some land and having his own little farm or whatever was going to make him happy. He got disillusioned because Jesus wasn't radical enough of putting himself forward and making himself a king and other things. And he thought, see, that, that's why money, the Bible didn't say money is the root of all evil. What did it say? The love of it. And what's the big deal with money anyway? Especially today, you're talking about mostly ones and zeros. On bank servers. Or maybe paper. But what's so amazing about paper? Green paper. <laughs> it's not the money. It's the idea of the money could make me happy. Huh? The money could get me the car, and the car would make me happy. The money would get the house, the house would make me happy. The money would help me so I don't have to work, and I could play and be happy. Huh? It's about being happy. But see, that's godless. No God. No creator. No provider, not acknowledging that the one who made you has a plan for you. Huh? And the divine plan is not for you to 
Make yourself happy. (laughs) God wants you to be full of joy and full of peace. But if you're going to have it, you got to go his way. You got to do it his way. And his way is not you and I pursuing our own happiness. Y'all okay? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Revelation 4.11 tells us something about our purpose. You know, so many people, they stare up in the sky and go, why are we here? What is the meaning of all this? What is the purpose of all this? Well, uh, quit staring in the sky. Read this. <laughs> and, and just believe it, and you'll have some answers. The Scripture says, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you have created all things. And why are they created? Huh? Not to seek their own happiness. For His pleasure. They are and were created. We, we could never find fulfillment and satisfaction and contentment in pursuing our own happiness because that's contrary to our design. We weren't designed for that. We were designed, created, made to please Him. And that's the only way you'll ever find your happiness. That's the only way. We will find contentment is doing what we were made to do. Amen. Being what we were made to be. Yes, sir. There is a creator. Amen. Hallelujah. He has a plan and a purpose for us. Yes. To entertain these ideas of, am I happy? You know, really happy? <laughs> well, the next thing is, what would make me happy? Hmm? And I'm telling you, the enemy will be right there. He will be right there. And he, what he'll tell you is, well, it's not what you got. It's not where you are. And he will feed you fantasies. He will feed you fantasies so that you can imagine. But if you chase it, how many think when Demas got to Thessalonica, huh? And, and the glare of the city lights... Uh, the new war off of it. It wasn't as amazing as he thought it might be. And out of the will of God, there's no peace. Hmm? There's no fruitfulness. Sit out loud. I'm a branch. <laughs> what does that mean? What can a branch do by itself? Nothing. Jesus said, I'm the vine. You're the branches. If I don't stay hooked up to him, 
There's nothing on either end of me. Starting or finishing. What does that mean? I can't produce on my own. I can't fulfill myself. I can't produce fruit. I got to be hooked to him. I'm dependent on him. But with the life and flow of the vine, it flows to me. It flows through me. It produces fruit that blesses others. But I can never find fulfillment and purpose apart from the vine. Apart from the vine, what happens to the branch? It dies. Talk about drying up on the vine. If you're removed from the vine, you will die. You will dry up. For your pleasure, they are created. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. In Philippians 2, listen to this. Philippians 2 and 3, he said, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Verse 21, he said, all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Now, boy, that is a, uh, that's a bad report. He said Timothy was an exception. But he said his experiences, you know, generally speaking, everybody is seeking their own. Which is why there are so many unhappy people seeking their own. And do you remember that 1 Corinthians 13 says, love doesn't seek its own. Love seeks not its own. The scripture said, Jesus said, nobody can serve two masters. You can seek to please him, or you can seek to please yourself. You can't do both at the same time. Two masters. You you can seek to do his plan and will, or you can seek to do your own plan and will. Can't do both at the same time. He said nobody can serve two masters. You have to make a choice. The uh, selfishness is the scourge of the earth. It is the nature of the devil himself. It's why he got kicked out. If you're reading Isaiah and reading Ezekiel, it describes him saying, You know, he took it upon himself to try to use what he had learned about faith and spiritual things. And he began to proclaim and decree and said, I will exalt my throne above the sides of the north. I will be like the most high. I. And that caused him to be brought down. Because he sought to exalt himself. See, he thought that would make him happy. Happier than serving God. 
Now he's forever lost. It didn't work. And that's how it always ends. In sadness and grief and pain. But God has a way. I said God has a way to joy. Fullness of joy. Peace. Peace that passes understanding. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The scripture said in John 12, 25, he that loves his life, what will happen? You'll lose it. He that hates his life in this world shall keep it to life eternal. See, isn't that what Paul was saying is, I don't count my life dear to myself. See, he's not living like this is all there is. Like this world is all there is. He said, that's not the main thing. The main thing is me finishing my course. That's the big thing. He said, if any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be. And if any man serve me, him will my father honor. Does that sound good? Your blessing comes not in pursuing your dreams, not in chasing what you think will make you happy. It's in serving Him. Serving Him, you find fulfillment, and serving Him and honoring Him gives Him a right to honor you. Go to John 13, please. And this is a... This is a wonderful, amazing thing here we're about to see. And I believe it'll, it'll do something in you that'll stay with you from now on. John 13. This is uh, not long before Jesus went to the cross. Verse 1 said, Before the feast of Passover, when Jesus knew his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father. See, he's talking about, uh, this is talking about his departure. Having loved his own that were in the world, he loved them to the end. Supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing the Father had given all things to his hands, that he was come from God and went to God, he rises from supper, laid aside his garments, and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin, began to wash the disciples' feet, and wiped them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered and said, What I do you know not now, but you'll know hereafter. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash you not, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, will not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. (laughs) He was willing to change. (laughs) when he saw he was wrong. Jesus said, He that is washed needs not save to wash his feet, 
but is clean every whit. And you are clean, but not all. And he's saying not all of you because of Judas. Now notice this. Uh, He knew who should betray him. Therefore, he said, you are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet and taken his garments, he sat down again. He said, know you what I have done to you? You call me Master and Lord. And you say, well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say to you, the servant's not greater than his Lord, neither he that sent that is sent greater than he that sent him. If you know these things, <laughs> are y'all read? If you know these things, you're happy if you if you do them. If you know it and you do it. Now you might say, well, we, we need to have more foot washings then. <laughs> and, and that's okay. But no, I think some folk just turned something that the Lord revealed into a ritual. What, what was this about? He, he is demonstrating God's way. And the stark, radical difference between God's way and the world's way. And he said, if you, if you know this and do it, you'll be happy. So here is a major key to happiness. What? Huh? Now see... Back then, there's not nearly as much pavement (laughs) as there is now. A lot of dirt, a lot of dust, that part of the world, a lot of dry parts of the world especially. And uh, a lot of folks didn't wear full, fully enclosed shoes. And so going any distance, even if you took a bath in the river or the pond or something, and got back to the house, well, you'd have to wipe your feet off again when you got to the house because they got dirty coming from there to there. And the feet then would be the dirtiest part and the lowest part. And Jesus uh, washed and cleansed the lowest part, the dirtiest part, knelt down like a servant. And he said, this is what will make you happy. <laughs> now see, that's, that's completely backwards from the world because the world's idea is, you know, if I was prosperous enough and, and in, a, in a situation where somebody would wash my feet, when I came in, then I'd be happy because I would have, you know, 
caretakers, and even foot washers. That means I am a prosperous, successful person. That sounds like a happy life. <laughs> the Lord said, no. He said, you, you call me master. You call me Lord. He said, and you say it right. I am. And if I have ministered to you like this, I've given you an example of what to do. And if you do this, you will be happy. Happy. Expressions of love. We're made to please God. Well, what pleases Him? His kids. His children. Their salvation. Their deliverance. Their needs being met. And if you are a part of that, He even said, inasmuch as you've done it under the least of these, you did it to me. And when He is pleased... You will experience his pleasure because he lives in you. And that, my brother, is the key to happiness. Hallelujah. That's what he said. This is my commandment. That you love one another as I have loved you. He said, by this all men will know. That you're my disciples. How many can see? This is a far cry from trying to find out what makes you happy. Huh? See, that's what unsaved people do. That's their whole, their whole life chasing something they think is going to make them happy. And it never will. It never will. That's how people become so discouraged. Even become hopeless. Because they keep chasing something that they'll never get. But you and I have the answer. Amen. I said we got the answer. Yes, sir. We've got the answer. Scripture talked about individuals that had become addicted to the ministry of the saints. Why would you become addicted to something? Because it does something for you. Is that right? Well, what was ministering, that word can be translated serving. What was serving the saints doing for them to the point where they said, uh, man, I need my fix today. Who can I serve? Huh? It's what the master was talking about. It makes you happy. Why? Because you're doing what you were made to do. You're fulfilling your purpose. Hallelujah. And when you, when you grow in it, you, you're willing to sacrifice to get this done. Isn't that what Paul was talking about? I don't count my life dear to myself. He, another place he said, I, I very gladly spend and be spent. For what? What's he getting out of this? Living a life of service? Laying down your life for others? See, when people talk about it and go, 
I'll do it. I, yeah, I'll martyr myself. No, you ain't got it yet. No. This is the very thing that's going to make you full of joy, full of peace. If you knew the truth, you'd serve them for the benefits you're going to get out of it. But you do it because you care about them. You care about God. You care about them. What's going to make you happy? In 2023. Huh? The latest style clothes? Huh? Bigger house. That new car. It's not that the Lord don't want you to have these things. But you need to know going in, it ain't going to make you happy. The new wears off pretty quick. <laughs> huh? Uh-uh. Why? Because you were not just made to retire and sit around and try to seek whatever would make you happy. You can never be fulfilled doing that. When we first started the church in Branson, the Lord gave us the pattern for it. And we didn't get it from somebody else. And I know other people do variants of this because the Spirit of God will lead you the same direction. But we have service teams. Service teams. And uh, we got hundreds and hundreds of people that work on these service teams. You know one of the reasons we have those? Because I want you happy. In fact, we don't just want ever all the, you know, business, uh, the, the needs covered. We want three and four and five and six deep so people can rotate, so more people can be happy. They're with me or not? Help, help me remember some of our teams. Huh? Well, I'm, I'm looking at them, right? Uh, I hear camera team. Anybody appreciate the camera? See these guys? And people upstairs running all the equipment. Camera team. And then, you know, everybody that's not in the building can see and can hear. People on the other side of the world can see and hear. Thank God for the camera team. Parking lot team. Huh? Oh, I got a list. Look at this. This is not all of them, though, is it? Okay. Children's team. Oh. What's, what's one of the purposes of the children's team? To make the team members happy. Because they get to serve. It's the truth. Clean team. How many glad it's not nasty in here? Huh? They should not get up and you think, what did I get on my, my clothes? <laughs> or that the bathroom is where you don't want to go. How many appreciate the clean team? We'll see that. 
you, you don't have to clap. I'm not asking for that. I just you, you're they're ministering to you, but they're ministering to the Lord. Amen. And He said, if you do it for them, He said, you do it for me. Yes. He takes it personally. Yes. And and doing any of that, you begin to get into what you were actually created for. Hallelujah. What your purpose of existence is. Yeah. And what it is, th- th- this life will not be the end of it. Right. Past this life, we're not just going to be sitting on fluffy clouds <laughs> playing a harp. No. Now, if you want to do that, maybe you get to do that. But who wants to do that for eternity? That doesn't sound like fun. No. God is a God of creation. He's a God of increase. He's a creator, like we said. He has been training us to help Him in service for Him and to each other. And He's grooming us and He's training us for service. And the master himself said, quoting prophecy, he said, I delight to do your will. Oh, God, what is his delight? He said, I didn't come down from heaven to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. He said, my food is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish the work. That's his satisfaction. With a service not above his master, you'll get your satisfaction the same way. Man, if people really understood this. People, especially believers, that were that have been depressed, that have been so uh, you know, bored, unfulfilled, everything, if they really realized how this worked, they'd be running to a church going, Let me serve. Let me serve. That's right. Then you wouldn't even need any drugs anymore. That's right. I'm telling you. The peace of God that passes understanding. The joy of the Lord that is your strength. Would result. Heal your head. Heal your mind and your brain. Heal your body. Your organs. You were made. To please him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You exist. Your purpose is to serve the body of Christ. Serve the church. That's why Phyllis and I and people like us, we're some of the blessed, most blessed people you'll ever see. Get to serve God. Hallelujah. Huh? Hallelujah. It is the joy and honor of my life. I, I got to uh, uh, cook last night in the spiritual pot. I was like you're stirring the pot at four this morning. Huh? And then I get to come and go, here you go, here you go. All right. All right. You want some more? You want double, don't you, Rug? Yeah. All right. <laughs> come on. Huh? Yeah. Because we need to be fed spiritually. And, and that's my grace. That's my job. I get to serve like that. But everybody has grace to serve. Everybody. No such thing as a child of God that has no grace to serve. You do. Many are not willing to. But what should you be willing to do? Huh? 
pan of water? Huh? Dirty feet? No problem. Huh? Man, let's get that foot clean. Really? Jesus did it. I said Jesus did it. The head of the church. Wash the lowest, dirtiest part. Gladly, willingly. Huh? Did he? Are you a Christian this Christmas? Do you want to be like the Christ? The law of Christ, Galatians says, is bearing one another's burdens. Fulfill the law of Christ. People talk about the true meaning of Christmas. We're talking about it. Jesus came not because he had sins to pay for. He came to serve us. He said, I didn't come to be served, to be ministered to. I came to minister, to serve, and to give my life a ransom for many. And that's why also he is anointed with the oil of joy above all his brethren. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Wherefore, God has also highly exalted him. Given him a name that's above every name that is named. Can you say amen? Amen. Say it out loud. I was made made to to serve. Hallelujah. I was made. I was made to be a blessing. I was made to help somebody. Hmm? I was made to encourage, to strengthen. That's what I'm made for. And, and only if you do that will you begin to find your happiness. Hmm? Acting like the master. Didn't he say, happy are you? If you know this, if you do it, you'll be happy. Does Jesus know what he's talking about? Stand on your feet, everybody.